On this week's episode of The Fizz, we discuss the NFL playoffs last week and the weekend upcoming. We talk about what the Lions may do in the draft. We have a Twitter beef between an ex-Detroit Tiger and a current Detroit Lion. We talk about the Red Wings and the NHL All-Star Game. And then we get into a burning house in Detroit and why nudes are being sent for the continent of Australia. And then, of course, we close it out with a little over-under. But before we get into all that, I want to talk about my sponsor, Vapor Fresh. If you haven't heard of Vapor Fresh, it is a sports deodorizing spray. It is 100% botanical ingredients so it will not hurt your skin and it smells great i use it on my hockey equipment every week i skate anywhere from one to three times a week and i've had my equipment since high school i spray this stuff on it it feels like new it smells like new you guys can use this on anything your running shoes your yoga mat any sporting equipment you have it is a deodorizing spray that absolutely smells great and it will not hurt your skin They're big fans of the city of Detroit. They donate to charities around the city, and they obviously sponsor Champagne Athletics and the Fizz podcast. Uh, They're really trying to get into the Detroit community. So if you're a sports player, you do yoga, you, you work out, go get a bottle of this stuff. It's on Amazon, so if you buy it today, it'll be here tomorrow. Use my promo code of FIZZPODCAST to get 20% off. Uh, again, go on Amazon.com, search Vapor Fresh, uh, buy a bottle of the spray, use it on your sporting equipment, and use the code FIZZPODCAST for 20% off. Again, that's Vapor Fresh on Amazon with the code FIZZPODCAST. But now, let's get into the fizz. Chomp with straight shots and then pop bottles. Yeah. Flirt with the hood rats, then pop models. Uh-huh. Chomp with straight shots and then pop bottles. Yeah. Hello and welcome to episode 39 of The Fizz. Happy New Year, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me of the first show of the year 2020. Uh, thank you for being patient through the hiatus, through the holidays, but you guys were running around doing stuff anyways. You guys were visiting Santa Claus, lighting candles on your menorah, uh, and everything in between for the holidays. Popping champagne on the new year, right? You guys are busy. You didn't have time to listen to a podcast, and I know I sure as shit did not have time to record one, and if I ever did have the time, I was too hungover to do it. Uh, holidays are fucking crazy. I feel like a crazy person during the holidays, right after like... Once my holiday party hits um, after Thanksgiving f- for work, I'm, I'm just like done. Like the month is just cooked for me. Like I feel like my head's spinning. Uh, we got to go to this house. We got to go to this house. We got to visit this friend. This friend's in town. Then we're doing this. We're buying this. We're buying that. We're buying this and we're buying that. We're drinking the whole time this is happening. And then I'm just like, I don't even know if I'm hungover, I'm drunk, or I'm just, or I just ate too much. Like that's just, that's just me throughout the entire holiday. So while it is a blast, it's a lot of fun. I love seeing all my friends um, in from out of town. I mean, I really do, but uh, whew, I am glad they are done for now. I'm glad they're done for now. I'm ready to get into this new year, get back into the routine, uh, and do the fizz for you guys every week here, uh, every Thursday. So let's just get right into it. Uh, in the sports world, yes, we know Detroit sports sucks, but there are other sports going on right now. Most Notably, the NFL playoffs. And last week's wildcard weekend was absolutely 
bonkers. Bonk, diddly, do, da, day. It was insane. Those games were insane. Two overtime wins. Um, I think every game was one score, right? Yeah, every game was one score. Yeah, insanity. Insan- unless the Seahawks. I forgot the Seahawks score. But either way, every game was extremely close. Um, it was one of those weekends where, you know, I bet on every game and I was anxious with every game. Uh, and by the time it was all said and done, I felt kind of dirty. I felt kind of wrong just because I should have enjoyed those games just for the purity of what those games were, because they were such awesome football games, as opposed to worrying about like hitting overs and covering spreads. Because in reality, if I'm watching, like, let's say Patriots Titans, 10 year old Frank is watching that game and he's going, you know, go Titans. Let's upset the giant. This will be a lot of fun. Like let's knock them off. But instead almost 30 year old losing his hair kind of Frank is, you know, rooting for the Patriots to cover a spread that is just slowly slipping away from him. And I'm actually like kind of angry because like, I would love to see the Titans upset them in that game. But then like, I'm mad because, you know, I'm losing money on the game. So I was just in one of those moods by the time the whole weekend was done. Like I just put myself through a lot of stress that I probably shouldn't have done. Should have just probably enjoyed those games a little more. But, hey, that is neither here nor there. The game I did enjoy the most this weekend was Buffalo Bills, Houston Texans. That game was absolutely out of control. I wrote an article about it on the site, but, man, the Buffalo Bills just absolutely turned into the Detroit Lions during that game. Josh Allen lost his goddamn mind. Lost his mind. He shit down his own leg and lost his mind. He had... 37 yards worth of sacks on one drive uh, in consecutive plays, not even one drive, in consecutive plays. He had 37 yards worth of sacks just from running backwards, like straight up like Madden video game stuff when you just start panicking and run backwards. He had he had a bomb to a fullback into double coverage in overtime, which was absolutely fucking mind-blowing. He had the pitch that made the world stop uh world stop for a second and in addition to all that my favorite play of the entire wild card weekend was the punter spike um, out of the buffalo bills i mean that was absolutely mind-blowing my jaw hit the floor that is just something you never get to see really in football and i loved seeing it i loved seeing the punter spike for the buffalo bills with their season on the line like that punter drops the snap like all bets are off. Like they're, they're done, you know, they're, they're fucking cooked. So shout out Buffalo bills, man. That was a very lions like loss. You had a 16 point lead. Um, you blew the whole fucking thing. You gave up two, two point conversions. You turned the ball over. You even made it to overtime and still couldn't finish the game. Um, it was a mess. It was a mess. And it was a beautiful mess that us as lions fans can fully appreciate and understand. So, you know, Godspeed. I feel really bad for you guys. I honestly do. Um, but it is nice to know that there is a fan base out there that that can swim in that misery pool with us as Detroit Lions fans. I mean, all you Detroit Lions fans out there listening, like if you are unaware, even though I'm sure you all are aware, the Buffalo Bills went to four straight Super Bowls. They went to four straight Super Bowls, and they lost all four of them. That is insane to me. I think that's the most insane NFL team stat I have, I could ever – I you know – I've ever heard, you know, besides like when it's 30 degrees out and the wind's blowing this way and they're outdoors, you know, forget those really specific ones. Going to four consecutive Super Bowls is so impressive, but to not win one of them, I think is almost more impressive. I mean, what was that like year in and year out? I mean, that had to just be an absolute like living, breathing nightmare. Anyways, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Us as Lions fans, I have no fucking idea. I've never even seen a playoff win in my lifetime. So maybe, maybe it was more enjoyable than what the fuck we're going through here in Detroit, but 
hey, Texans move on. Um, wild games, wild games. Like I said, Tennessee beats the Patriots. Huge upset. Minnesota beats the Saints. What the fuck happened there? Drew, Drew Brees looked like shit. Um, I don't think he's going to retire or anything. I just, I think he just good old fashioned had a, had a shitty game. Um, and then I was happy for the Seahawks. I'm a big Russell Wilson fan. So I was happy they beat the Eagles, but got to give my hat off to the Eagles as well, because I mean, you guys have been banged up the whole year and you guys were playing with nobody in that game. I mean, when Carson Wentz went out and you guys had no one at wide receiver, I'm, I'm talking like practice squad guys. Um, when you had Josh McCown in there throwing to, you know, Ward or whatever his name is, who is actually the backup quarterback to McCown. Um, you know, it was just like, man, man, oh man. The fact that the game was even close, you know, Philly fans, I know you guys are never really happy with your team, but you guys should be pretty proud that you guys even held it close there. But this weekend, we got a fresh new slate of games, starting with Minnesota at the 49ers. Um, I think in this game, I'm going to be rooting for Minnesota. I know they're in our division, whatever, who cares? Um, big you know, I'm a Sparty, so I'm going to be rooting for Kirk Cousins here, rooting for upsets. Um, I think this spread is at 10 points. Uh, no, 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 not 10. They're at, it's at 7. It's at 7. Um, so, you know, I think the 49ers win this game, uh, but I do think the Vikings cover the spread at 7 there. Um, and then the night game, we're moving into Titans-Ravens. Uh, everyone thinks the Ravens are just going to absolutely blast the Titans. The line is at 10, uh, Ravens minus 10. I think in this game, it's going to be closer than people think. Uh, I think, again, the Ravens win, but I think the Titans cover the 10-point spread there. Um, the one game where I do think the spread is right, the Chiefs are favored by 10 points over the Texans, and I do think the Chiefs cover that. I think the Chiefs absolutely smoke the Texans. Um, I think that game's over before it begins. I just think that one's going to be a snoozer with the Chiefs kicking their ass. Um, and then the last game, Seahawks-Packers. This is what I'm picking as my upset. I really think the Seahawks are going to beat the Packers. Seahawks are pretty banged up. The Packers are definitely rested and have the better the better roster right now. Um, and I think I just am more or less picking the Seahawks to win this game because I want them to win the game a lot more because, um, like, fuck the Packers. But So I'm just, I'm just picking the Seahawks. The spread in this game is Green Bay minus four. Um, I'll be taking Seahawks in that one for sure be sure to check out the instagram uh for some parlay splits picks the official picks before the games kick off this weekend um so that's the nfl playoff recap i have for you guys um looking at who's left if i had to pick a dream super bowl a dream super bowl for me would be the chiefs versus the seahawks those are probably my two favorite teams left if i had to pick the realistic super bowl of what i think it's going to be um, I think it's going to be, um, I would, ah, fuck, what do I think it's going to be? I think I'm going to go Chiefs. I think, I think the Chiefs are going to go to the Super Bowl. I think they're going to beat Baltimore. Um, I really do. I think, I, I think the Chiefs are going to go to the Super Bowl. I think a couple of people have been sleeping on them. Um, so I think I'm going to go Chiefs 49ers Super Bowl. That's what I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick Chiefs 49ers for the Super Bowl this year. Um, and I'm going to pick Chiefs as your Super Bowl champion. That's what I'm going to say right now. Uh, all right, cool, very cool. So let's talk a little bit of Lions stuff. Nothing too big here. In fact, just kind of like Twitter speculation. Um, and in fact, as I'm looking at my computer right now, I, uh, I mocked up like a Photoshop of Martha Ford on the cover of Pulp Fiction, and I put it on Reddit. And someone, I'm just the comment literally just popped up as a notification on my laptop. It said, this is dumb. 
So Reddit doesn't really like the things that I make, especially for the Lions, because everything with the Lions is pretty negative, and I think it's a ton of slappies in that Reddit thread. And I did that Martha Ford like apology letter thing. I put that in there, and they hated it. The Reddit hated it. People are such slappies about the Lions, and they get really offended if you like take away their hope or like make fun of them or actually call out the team for being the shit organization that it is. Um, so whatever. So someone just said this is dumb and I'm assuming it's a lion slappy who just doesn't want to read how bad their team is or to make fun of them. Well, whatever. That's neither here nor there. Uh, one tweet I saw this week was someone said the lions should trade Stafford for draft picks Sign Tom Brady for two years, draft Tua, let Tom Brady mentor Tua for two years, and then have him become the starter. Now, I, I'm i not really for that at all. I don't want to lose Stafford. Um, but at this point, the Lions are so fucking bad uh, that I'm just kind of rooting for fireworks. Last year, I said, let's just go sign Le'Veon, Antonio Brown, and Kareem Hunt because why not just do some fireworks? Like if we're going to be a circus, if we're going to be a joke, if we're going to be a bunch of clowns, let's just do it in the loudest, most obnoxious way possible. Like let's just take a look at the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns went and got Jarvis Landry. They drafted Baker Mayfield and then they signed Odell. It's a zoo. They all hate it and they still stink, but at least there was some buzz and some ridiculous excitement around them. Now, what I wish that the Lions would just be a formidable organization that could put together a sound team that wins games. Yeah, I would. But I'm at 30, almost 30 years on this earth, and they have not even come close to assembling a team like that. So what makes me think they're going to start now, especially with Matt Patricia, who has nine wins in two seasons? Are they going to just magically turn it around? I hope they do. I'll always keep hope. I'll always be a Lions fan. But at this point, it's just like I'm, I feel so jaded after this dog shit fucking three 12 and one season that at this point, I'm just rooting for fireworks. So if we got to get Tom Brady in a Lions jersey, so be it. Let's let's just fire off the fireworks. I don't think any of it's realistic. Just wanted to share you guys share with you guys uh, something I read. Um, other small Twitter bullshit news from the Detroit Lions. Uh, Tyrell Crosby, offensive lineman, Detroit Lions, got in a Twitter beef with Aubrey Huff. Aubrey Huff is an MLB player who played on the Tigers for like half a season. I think he batted like 180. Um, if you ever want some entertainment, just go to Aubrey Huff's Twitter. Um, I just got on it today. Uh, big MAGA guy, big, big MAGA guy, but he drew a picture uh, this is what started the whole controversy. Aubrey Huff drew a handwritten picture of like him, like a stick figurine of him laying down on a sofa and around him are like three women with big breasts. One of them's fanning him as he lays down. The other one's feeding him grapes. And the third one is rubbing his feet. Okay. The one fanning him does not have any quote bubbles above her. The one feeding her grape says, thank you, Mr. Huff, from saving us from hell in Iran. We will be forever grateful. The one rubbing his feet says, anything for you, Huff Daddy. And then the quote bubble out of Aubrey Huff's supposed like character in this is, you're welcome, gorgeous. May all of you ladies flourish in the land of the free and the home of the brave. 
Welcome to the greatest country on the planet, America. A little more pressure on the feet there, sweetheart. And then the tweet says, the tweet that goes along with this this photo, this picture, this drawing he has, is in light of today's post about rescuing Iranian women from that shithole, this is what I would imagine grateful Iranian women would do to show their appreciation to any man who saved them from the assholes that beat them and make them wear long tunic and scarf in 110 degree heat. So I know that was a little tough to follow, but essentially Aubrey Huff tweeted out that picture I just described of like the three big breasted women feeding him grapes, fanning him off and rubbing his feet. Um, and then saying anything for you, Huff daddy. And then the cap that the tweet that surrounds it is the thing I just read to you about rescuing Iranian women. So basically he's saying like, if he rescued Iranian women, they would be kissing his ass. Okay. Whatever. I don't know any context beyond that. I didn't dig that far, but Tyrell Crosby of the Detroit lions tweeted out for being a two-time world champion. You truly are a loser. Okay. That's, that's what he said. You truly are a loser. And then Aubrey Huff replied to that tweet and said, what did he say? Hang on. I got it right here. He said, Aubrey Huff said this to Tyrell Crosby. He said, hang in there, buddy. Maybe you'll get your two rings someday. I take that back. Not with the Lions. You won't. So there's that. Um, so that was the Twitter beef. That's the, that's, that's the Detroit X-Sports Z-list celebrity athlete Twitter battle. Um, so Aubrey Huff, yeah. Oh, here's, here's the stats. Aubrey Huff played 40 games with the Tigers in 2009 when he hit 189 and the Tigers lost to the Minnesota twins in the AL central tiebreaker who could ever forget Aubrey Huff's magical 189 season in the year that we lost the seasonal tiebreaker. So that's, that's your, that's your Twitter beefs for today team. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Let's move on to the Detroit Red Wings. Okay, let's get into a few Red Wing notes here. The boys have passed double digits in wins moving into the All-Star break. So that's good. I think we got 11 wins right now. Um, But speaking of the All-Star game, let's talk about this Dylan Larkin quote uh, that came out right before, uh, you know, the fan voting happened. So essentially Dylan Larkin was on the list to be the last man in, to be voted in by the fans uh, right before the new year um, to get voted into the All-Star game. And when reporters, like, asked him, you know, like, you know, how do you feel about being part of the vote to get voted in? Uh, Helen St. James, Detroit Red Wings beat writer, put in a tweet, Red Wings' Dylan Larkin on possibly being fan voted into the 2020 NHL All-Star Game. Dylan Larkin said, please don't vote. I like the days off more. Okay. So, you know, anything in a tweet can be taken out of context. So I did a little digging on this. Obviously, you watch the uh, you watch the video as well and, you know, this is what the free press wrote up about it. Dylan Larkin laughed as he said it, but he meant it. He doesn't want to go to the 2020 NHL All-Star Game. Tyler Bertuzzi was chosen by the NHL to represent the Detroit Red Wings at the January 25th event. Fans have a chance to vote more players to the roster via the last men in vote. But Larkin has a message about that. Quote, please don't vote, he said Tuesday, the day after the initial rosters were announced. I like the days off more. Each of the 31 NHL teams are represented on the last men in ballot. Each of 
The four divisions will have one more player added to its roster via voting, which can be done on the NHL's website January 1st to 10th. Dylan Larkin said, there's great players in that group. We have great fans, but there's guys more deserving to go. I'm fine with that. And then the article goes on to say, it's not uncommon for players to prefer to have time off rather than appear in a game designed to market the NHL. Former Wings captain Henrik Zetterberg avoided playing both times he was supposed to go in 2007 and 2008. Most recently, Washington Capital star Alex Ovechkin gained headlines when he announced after being voted to the 2020 roster by fans that he is skipping the event in order to rest. Such a decision will, per the NHL rules, cost him a one-game suspension. In 2009, the NHL suspended former Wings greats Nicholas Lindstrom and Pavel Datsuk one game each for failing to attend the game. Okay, I get it. Let's look at you know who skipped. We have Zetterberg, Lindstrom, and Datsuk. I think all those guys skipped in their mid-30s. They're in their mid-30s, okay? Um, and they were on super good winning teams. The Red Wings fucking stink right now. Uh, Dylan Larkin is hoping to wear the C on his jersey, I'm assuming, and he's 23 years old. Go to the All-Star game, man, and don't say shit like you don't want to go, even if you don't want to go. Don't tell the fans not to root for their hometown players to go represent their team at the NHL All-Star game because the fans love that game. It's one of the best All-Star weekends of all the four sports, if not arguably the best. So... And you know you're the fan favorite, so why would you say for the fans of Detroit not to root for you to go to the All-Star game? Um, I get that they, they may have been taken a little out of context, but he definitely knew what he was saying, and we have reports from the Red Wings beat writer who's in that locker room um, on the Detroit Free Press. To me, I think it was just a really shitty look for Larkin, a really shitty look for someone who's trying to wear the C on their sweater. Um, you know, I get Zetterberg, Datsuk, and Lindstrom taking those days off because they've earned the accolades, they've won the Cups, they've, and they were in their fucking mid, mid to late 30s. He's 23 years old. You're young as shit. Go play in the NHL All-Star game. Get the exposure. Uh, let people from around the world and around the U.S. see the winged wheel represented by you, Dylan Larkin, hopefully our future captain, according to you. Um, to me, you know, I'm, I'm probably making a mountain out of a molehill, but to me this is kind of maybe a reason of why he doesn't have the C on his sweater yet because um, you know everyone keeps wondering why he doesn't have it you know what's holding it up something like this is is a little suspicious to me of like why he doesn't have the c on his sweater and it makes me think eiserman you know knows that there's you know there's he's making him work for it a little more he's a little immature or um you know maybe you know uh, how much is his heart in it you know i'm not i'm not saying the guy doesn't try harder or work harder or anything but it's definitely something to to, to kind of that raised my eyebrows of him not having the C and then asking fans not to vote for him for the all-star game. Just kind of interesting to me. Uh, but moving on in the vein of the all-star game, the all-star game jerseys were released. Um, the event is being held in St. Louis and they went for kind of like a half-ass approach to their old crazy Brett Hull, Wayne Gretzky nineties blues jerseys but they just made them black and white and then put like silver stripes on them and then the team's logo i think they're ugly as shit um i think they're really they lack a ton of creativity um for all-star games like just you wear like wild jerseys i just think they should be like fun exciting and unique 
and to me these just look like practice jerseys with silver lines through the middle and then the team's logo in the in on the front um if you haven't seen them go check them out i think they're i think they're pretty ugly i am not a fan of the nhl all-star game jerseys whatsoever uh the black or the white i just think they really lacked creativity i don't really even know what they were going for uh with it um as far as Red Wings players go, uh, Zadina, I want to note him right now. Uh, he had probably the nicest goal of the year versus Chicago. Put a top shelf where Mama hides the cookies. That was pretty fucking cool. That was such a great shot. Um, and, then, and then the other day, he scored against the Montreal Canadiens, which obviously is the team that passed on him in the draft where we got our famous Phil Zadina quote, I will fill their nets for years to come. So... That was good to see him score, especially win that game as well. Um, so just a couple of bright notes for the Wings uh, in a very, very dark season as they only have 11 wins. I think the, wing, the Wings have 11 wins, and I think the Boston Bruins have 11 overtime losses. So the Bruins have as many overtime losses as the Detroit Red Wings have, have wins. Um, and then one more plus here for Detroit Red Wings fans. In that Montreal Canadiens game, uh, the boys or the Detroit, the microphone went out during the Canadian national anthem and the city of Detroit, uh, or, you know, the fans at the game banded together to sing the Canadian national anthem, which I thought was pretty cool and was particularly impressive for a stadium that was half filled. Um, so to be, I was going to play the audio and I listened to the audio and it's a little bit weak, but it's a half filled stadium singing a Canadian national anthem in another language. So, Totally, totally understand that it wasn't, you know, a roaring, roaring national anthem, uh, but still impressive that the fans of Detroit, of Hockey Town, still classy folks, still great hockey lovers, uh, you know, pulled together to sing the uh, the national anthem uh, for Canada, which is an absolutely beautiful national anthem, in my opinion. All right, yeah, so that's pretty much the Red Wing notes we have. Nothing, nothing too exciting here. Um, we can get into some random final notes here, and then we can close this over-under. Okay, last couple of notes here before we get into over-under. Things not related at all to sports, but we're going to talk about them. Uh, this week, this week, uh, I'm sure you guys saw on Barstool and a bunch of other places that there is a model in Australia... Um, sending her nudes out to people for $10 and then taking that $10 and donating it to the brush fires in Australia. Um, very noble move. We salute your efforts, ma'am. You're doing the Lord's work. Um, so she raised, I don't know, what, $300,000, $500,000, some astronomical amount of money uh, sending her tits out for $10 at a time. Raised a ton of money. Um, so, you know, good on you. Good on you for doing that. Um, so I said this week, I wanted to throw my hat into the ring and I would send out nudes. If anybody sent me just five bucks So throw me five bucks and I'll send you a nude. Um, it, it's not going to be a nude of me. I'm not going to send you a nude of myself. Uh, I'm just going to find a nude on the internet and I'm going to send it to you. So I, I, you know, I put this on my story. I was messing around. Uh, I raised $55, $55 for the brush fires in Australia. People sent me real money, $55 worth of money to send them whatever ridiculous nude I could find on the internet. And let me tell you, none of these were pretty nudes that I found. Um, but it was pretty ridiculous. Uh, I had the Venmos come through and I, you know, I woke up the next day and I had like, 
I had five more and I had five the day before and I was just, I couldn't believe I had to like actually dedicate time to finding a good nude to send my followers for the $5 they had sent me. So, you know, I uh, love my followers. Really just love you guys. The fact that you guys are actually sending me five bucks, um, I'm going to donate it to Australia. I went to college with a guy. I had a class with a guy from Australia. So I'm reaching out to him to find out the best charity to help with the fires. And I think I want to give it to um, the firefighters working out there. So he's going to connect me with the best charity to donate that 55 skins to the fires in Australia. So thank you, Champagne followers. Thank you, Fizz listeners. You guys are the greatest. Um, and we got 55 skins going out to Australia for me sending literally nudes that you could Google yourself on the internet. So what a time to be alive. Um, speaking of fires and burning houses, uh, I did want to touch on this, a little bit of a controversy that's going on in the city of Detroit. It's kind of blown over by now, I think, but, um, I'm sure a lot of you guys saw the firefighters standing in front of that burning house in Detroit and they took that selfie. Um, and it got, it caught a lot of flack as being, you know, really unprofessional and like a really bad thing to do. Um, but, you know, I just I, I did a bunch of research on this and I thought about it quite a bit. And I was trying to formulate an opinion on it. And essentially what this was, if you don't know what I'm talking about, is a bunch of firefighters in the city of Detroit. There was a house burning um, in the city and it was engulfed in flames. It was beyond the point of no return. And there was a retiring fire chief on the scene. And there's like a crew of like 18 firefighters, 15 to 20 firefighters, something like that. And they took a selfie in front of this house because it was like his last day on the job, last week on the job, something like that, um, for him to have this picture of them, you know, fighting fires in Detroit. The owner of this home, well, the, the selfie got posted on the internet, which is obviously like we're all trouble, all starts anywhere. And the owner of the home got really upset about this and said, you know, we've lived in this house. We've owned it for 50 years. We were planning to do renovations to it. My mom has Alzheimer's, blah, blah, blah. This was really disrespectful. None of you firefighters even were working to fight the fire. You guys just stood around taking selfies. Um, So it caused this big controversy. And, you know, you read about it and it's a shame that it did get put on the Internet, you know. It's, it's not ideal. It's, it's kind of disrespectful to the homeowners, you know, to be smiling in front of a burning house picture. I get it. I understand why you're upset. Um, this, you know, made national, but this made national news. And I just, I don't think people should be that upset about it or that mad at the firefighters. They're not lying. They're not full of shit. If there was a way to save the house, if there was anybody in the building, they would have been starting to put the fire out. But they said at that point, the fire was beyond the point of no return. Their only job at that point is just to contain it to make sure it doesn't spread to other houses or other areas. They said no one was going in that house, regardless whether there's a selfie taken or not. So for this photo to be taken for this like longtime fire chief, these people who put their lives on the line every day, uh, you know, to protect these fires in Detroit, a lot of them meaningless fires uh, that are just arson calls. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. I don't think it's that big of a deal really at all. And I tried to put myself in the shoes of the homeowner. If my parents' house was burning down um, and it was to the point of no return and they took a picture for a retiring fire chief, you, you know, I, I don't really, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be that upset. I mean, if the house, the house is burning regardless, I'd be upset that my house was on fire. I'd be upset that it was happening. None of the firefighters are happy the house was burning. They just took a picture. 
Um, it's not like they were celebrating it. So I stand with the Detroit firefighters on this one. I don't think it's that big of a deal. It's a shame that it ended up, you know, getting all around the internet and making national news, but like they didn't mean any harm by it. Uh, the house was already burning already on fire. It's not like they were celebrating that whatsoever. And it's not like they weren't doing their job. So, uh, just wanted to put my opinion on that one. Cause I was, I'd been thinking about it for a while and how I felt about it. And I tried to put myself in, you know, the homeowner's shoes and I, I would probably be, I'd be upset that my house was burning. I don't think I'd, I'd care too much if pictures were being taken, like it's burning one way or the other. But whatever, maybe I'm just a little biased towards uh, firefighters because I think their job is absolutely insane. Um, anyways, let's let's uh, let's close this thing out. Let's close this thing out. The first fizz of 2020, episode 39. Little Dominic Hostick, little Anthony Mantha. Let's pull up our over under list from Fat Boy Jerry. He's back on the scene. He's eating every burger in sight. He's he claims he's going to be jacked uh, for my bachelor party. That's what he's claiming. Um, and I just, I mean, he's, he won't be, but it's just funny that he's saying that. So here we go. Pulling up the list. If you guys do not know what over under is, if it's your first time, uh, checking in, checking out the fizz over under my buddy, Jerry lives in Cleveland. He's a little bit overweight. I went to high school with him. Um, he's kind of a sad story, but whatever. He's my buddy. He sends me a list every week of 10 items could be person, places, things, ideas, concepts, whatever. I've never seen the list. I have the email open. I scroll down and then I say if that item, that thing, that idea, whatever it is, is over or underrated. Um, I can't say it's just rated, you know, like rated fine. I have to say if it's over or underrated. Um, again, never seen the list before. So let's go. Let's just kick it off. Number one, New Year's. Uh, New Year's is New Year's is totally overrated. I mean, no, no doubt about it. Uh, people, you know, make a big stink about it. People, you know, join gyms. They say they're going to change. They say they're going to do all these things. Um, that aspect of it, like the renewal of self is just like, if you want to change something in your life, you could do that any day, uh, any day of the year, like any day of the year, you could decide it's new year's and you could make that change. If you want to, you don't have the year, the year doesn't have to change on the calendar for you to change. Cause like, like for you personally, like your birthday is a new year, right? Like that's when it's actually a new year, you're a year older. That's like actually your new year. Um, and you could pick any days on the calendar. It's just arbitrary days. Like I, I just don't, I don't, you know, people have these revelations that this new year is where they have to make changes and things like that. It's, you know, it's, it's really just arbitrary. It's when you decide to do it, whatever. The other side that's overrated is definitely like the party aspect of it. Everyone thinks you got to, you know, lose your mind and, you know, totally did in my early twenties. And, um, it was always pretty overrated. Uh, the years that I've spent with friends, uh, I mean, hell, I got shit faced this year, but it was in pajamas at a cottage and it was an absolute blast. So, I mean, I had a great time this year, but you know, the, the hundred dollar ticket for all you can eat, all you can drink at like, you know, you got to throw on a blazer and uh, just out in public. It's, it's amateur hour. It's amateur hour for people who don't drink. So definitely new year's is overrated without a doubt. New year's is overrated. Number two, going to the movies, uh, going to the movies is very underrated. I love going to the movies. Uh, Jerry, fat boy, Jerry, who wrote this list. We used to go to the movies all the time. I think there was a summer 
that we saw every single movie that came out in the every big name movie that came out in theaters that summer because that's like all we did. I love going to the movies. Um, I don't do it as much as I used to, but I, I really, really enjoy seeing seeing a flick. Going to the movies is underrated, underrated. Um, I mean, hell, the home entertainment systems are so good now, and you can do a lot from the from your couch. But still, going to the theaters is always always a treat for me. Underrated going to the movies. Number three, Billie Eilish. Uh, and then in parentheses, Jerry wrote, gotta be honest. I don't know any of her songs. Maybe if she gets a collab with Jeezy or DaBaby. Okay. Jerry, very cool. Very cool. Jerry only listens to like Migos, DaBaby and young Jeezy. So that was him making a little bit of fun of himself. Um, Billie Eilish is overrated for sure. Um, I liked the song bad guy, um, until it got played 8,650,000,000 times on the radio, uh, throughout the summer. I don't know any of her other songs. Her, I, I've seen pictures of her and her fashion seems to suck. Um, but I don't really know any other songs. I'm just going to say she's overrated because I haven't heard anything from her since. And I don't, I don't really like her style. I don't like her style. To be honest. Number four, vape pens, parentheses, the weed ones, maybe like versus smoking green. Nice, Jerry. I get it. Uh, number four, vape pens. I'm going to say vape pens are overrated. Uh, the vape pens I thought were the bee's knees and the cat's pajamas when they first came out. Um, I have two of them. I thought they were awesome. They're really easy to use. I was like, oh, these are wonderful. Like, you know, they're cleaner. They're better. No. Now I rip them. And I cough for 25 minutes. I have no idea what just went into my body. And I am uncomfortably, uncomfortably sideways after hitting them one time. So I don't like them at all. I don't really, not, not, I don't not like them at all. I just think they're overrated, which is exactly what we have going on here. Vape pens, overrated. Number five, Lizzo. Lizzo is a big gal. Good for her. I think Lizzo's music is good. I enjoy it. I saw her live on Saturday Night Live. Like, I didn't see her live in person. I saw I, – and I thought she crushed the performance. But people, like, worship her. People think she's, like, God's gift to earth. Um, but I do think she is a fantastic singer and a great entertainer. So I'm going to just say Lizzo's underrated um, because I'm basically basing this on just her ability to sing and perform – and her performance, the only one I've ever seen was on Saturday Night Live. So I'm going to say Lizzo is underrated as a performer. Number six, the Hockey World Juniors. Um, I am always disappointed with myself in my viewing of the World Juniors. Um, I never really watch them. I don't really watch any hockey outside of the NHL, which is shame on me. Um, cause I'm sure it's very entertaining. And right now with the wings being so shitty, you have to watch their prospects in order to get excited about them. So I'm going to say the hockey world juniors are underrated because they don't get enough publicity. They don't get enough press. Um, and people don't talk about them enough and people like me should be watching them more. And I wish I did. Um, but I, I'm a bad fan when it comes to it, but I am going to say they're underrated because the games I have watched, they're very exciting to see how, how young and talented these guys are. Number seven, 7-Eleven Slurpees. 7-Eleven Slurpees rock. And if you don't like 7-Eleven Slurpees, I just feel like you're not a fun person. You, you just can't be like a fun person. Like they're fun. They remind me of summer. Sure, it's like a, a sugar drink and I need like a, I need like two cups of water after I'm done just to rinse out all the sugar from my mouth. But 
Who doesn't love getting a, the occasional Slurpee? It's like a fun little treat. It's like a fun little treat. 7-Eleven Slurpees are underrated. Number eight, barbecue food. I love fucking barbecue food. Uh, I'm not a barbecue snob or anything. I mean, I'm, I'm from Michigan. I'm not from like, you know, Tennessee or Kentucky or the South where they have like awesome barbecue. But I love a good pulled pork sandwich and barbecue chicken and just ribs and all that shit. Barbecue food fucking rocks. Comfort food is the shit. Uh, barbecue food food is underrated. I mean, it gets it, it's it's held in high regard, but I I just love it. So I'm gonna just say it's underrated. Number nine, Disney Plus or Disney movie shows in general. Now I can't touch on Disney Plus. I don't have Disney Plus. I've never experienced it. I don't know if it's good or bad, but Disney movies and shows in general are. I mean, people love them and worship them, but I do too. I'm part of that. I'm part of that crew that just absolutely loves. Disney movies. Uh, I'm going to say Disney movies are underrated, even though they're probably rated right where they need to be because people worship Disney, obviously. Um, fun fact, favorite Disney cartoon movie is actually Hercules. Hercules. Kind of a dark horse in the race of Disney animated movies growing up. Um, but it's definitely my favorite. Hercules is absolutely my favorite Disney movie. And I'm going to say they're underrated. I like Disney movies a lot. Number 10. Number 10, Shake Shack. Shake Shack is good. Shake Shack is very good. I do enjoy it. But people worship Shake Shack. And I'm going to say Shake Shack, controversial. I'm going to say Shake Shack is overrated. There is a Shake Shack downtown Detroit. I've been there a few times, but I have not been there in a few years as well since it opened. Um, it is possible to get bad Shake Shack. Uh, it's not, it's like, I've had great Shake Shack. It's been awesome. It's been fantastic. I've also had bad Shake Shack where I've had bad service, shitty food and a stomachache after. Um, I mean, you're always going to get the stomachache after that's, that's without a doubt, but it is possible to get bad Shake Shack. I do think it's very good. I'm not opposed to getting it. I'd be down. I'd crush a burger right now. I think the buns on Shake Shack rock, but I think people lose their mind over Shake Shack, and I think it's a little overrated, if I'm being honest with you. But I do like it. I do like it. So let's recap. New Year's, overrated. Going to the movies, underrated. Billie Eilish, overrated. Vape pens, overrated. Lizzo, underrated. Hockey World Juniors, underrated. 7-Eleven Slurpees, underrated. Barbecue food, underrated. Disney, Disney movies, since I don't have Disney+, Plus, I have no idea. Disney movies underrated and shake shack overrated that is episode 39 of the fizz uh we are closing up shop here tonight i am a tired fella i hope i didn't come across that way in the podcast but i'm a tired boy um if you guys have time go rate the podcast for me please write a review on itunes um go follow me on instagram go tell your friends uh we really want to grow this thing here in 2020 guys so Go check it out. Tell your friends to follow on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, if you're out there listening, I'm sure you are on all three. But if you aren't, make sure you check all three boxes. I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. And again, if you are listening on iTunes, please go rate this show. Um, tell your friends and write a review if you have some time. Um, really appreciate all you guys. And I hope everyone has a fantastic rest of their week um, watching football and the rest of the other games we got on. Have a good one, team. Me can't be done. Now I'ma let the champagne bottle pop. I'ma take it to the top. Show I'ma make it hot, baby. I'm not pressing the.
pussy the stunt and I pop Still yeah. bump, squeezing my pistol, I'm sure that I got it uh-huh. I Peter Pipe and Big Peppers And run rock rhymes I'm 50 cent, I write a little bit, but I pop nines Brick. Tell niggas get their money right, cause I got mine uh-huh. When I'm around, quit playing, nigga, you can't shine Woo. You gon' be that next chump, then up in the trunk After being hit by the pump, is that what you want? Be easy, nigga, I lay your ass out Believe me, nigga, that's what I'm about Gangsta, you can find a nigga sitting on chrome Hit the clutch, hit the gear, hit the gas, and I'm gone yeah. If I can't do it, homie, it can't be done Now I'ma let the champagne bottle pop I'ma take it to the top Show sure, I'ma make it hot, baby, baby I'm down for the action, he's smart with his mouth to smack You hold me strap, you might come back, so yeah. clap React like a gangsta, die like a gangsta for action Cause you get hit in homicide, be asking what happened Oh, no, look who prepping with the ball Down and die for my chain. G, yeah. we get it poppin' in the hood. G.